Hello, my name is Jehena, and you are listening to Winging It with Jehena. If you are wondering what my name means, it means the beginning of new things. And I feel my mother picked out the perfect name for me, and you will soon know why. Did you know that worldwide the acceptance rate for applicants to successfully make it into an air traffic control training program is just 1%. For women, worldwide, it averages it down to 0.2% of the total applicants. I am part of that 0.2%. I am based in the United Arab Emirates, and I suspect that regionally, that statistic is much lower. Now that you know about the odds I beat, let me take you on a journey about how I got to beat those odds. I have condensed my life into three chapters for you, audiobook style. Chapter one. I had a work ethic instilled in me from a very young age. I was so young that when people asked me what it was I was doing in my mother's veterinary practice, I would very proudly say that I am mama's and stint stint. I was so young I couldn't even pronounce assistant properly yet. Back then, my job was to give all the love and schnaggles to the animals that paid a visit to my mother. And as I grew older, my responsibilities grew with me. I started answering the phone, scheduling appointments, and I even scrubbed in on some minor surgeries. Life was good when I was mama's instant. When going to work with her, my biggest worry was popping a Claritin and trying really hard not to rub my itchy eyeballs. I found out that I was allergic to cats and there were many visiting my mother for checkups. Going to work with my mother on the weekends was a safe haven for me because when I was in school during the week, I was relentlessly bullied. I was bullied for the texture of my hair, the color of my skin, my perfect command of the English language, my inability to clearly communicate in Arabic, being proud of being mixed race, half Emirati and half Tanzanian, and proudly broadcasting my mix. I was bullied for being me. In the United Arab Emirates, you can stay in the same school from kindergarten up until you finish high school. And I had to change schools three times because the bullying got that bad. I remember towards the end of my time in school number two, it was break time and the bullying ritual hadn't begun just yet. And I recall feeling impatient to get it over with just so I could open my lunchbox and devour the delicious sweet vermicelli dish my grandmother and I made the day before. They are these delicious sweet noodles infused with sugar, cinnamon, and cardamom, and just speaking about them now makes my mouth water. So I'm sat there on some steps on my own, and I thought I was in the clear. So I unzipped my Lion King lunchbox and took out my meal. And before I could put a spoonful of the sweet vermicelli in my mouth, it was knocked out of my hands. This delicious dish my grandmother and I made together with a whole lot of love was coated in sand and on the ground. In this moment, I saw red and I decided enough is enough. 
I stood up against my bullies physically and with very colorful language too. And I ended up getting detention for it. I got into trouble with the school, and as I look back now as an adult, I identify that this was the moment that I decided that I will no longer be silenced and cower away from bullies and stand up for myself. It was the start of a new chapter. Chapter 2 I have done over 1,000 hours of classical ballet over a span of 14 years, where I was told, Stand taller, Jehena. Suck your belly button all the way to your spine, Jehena. Tuck your bum in, Jehena. Now, I am half Arab and half African. That is almost nearly physically impossible. Over 2,500 days in school, where I was told for one portion of it that I was quiet and odd, simply for being mixed race, and I let that negative narrative get to me that I didn't belong. And for the other half, I was told I am far too outspoken, and when puberty kicked in, it did me absolutely no favors. I started to gain weight, my adult teeth were growing out crooked, and on top of that, the Arab genetics kicked in and I transformed into a fun-sized Chewbacca. There were so many comments made to me about things I couldn't help, which ended up planting seeds that blossomed into uncertainty, self-doubt, and body image issues. Towards the end of my high school career, I felt as though everybody knew exactly what their next step was and everybody was getting their acceptance letters to universities. And to be honest, I didn't even apply to a single one. We are asked this question from a very young age. What do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I never knew the answer to that question. I was always told that I have so much potential and I just need to channel it correctly. I remember telling adults different occupations to see how they would react. And if they were that excited for me to pursue it, it must be good for me, right? Well, that technique did not work because when I graduated high school, I had absolutely no direction in my life. I felt I wasn't worthy of my mother spending her hard-earned cash on an education that I didn't even want, especially when that money could be put towards our home and my two younger sisters' education. Here's a little backstory. I was blessed to be raised in an all-girl household, and my mother was a sole financial provider. For as long as I can remember, we co-parented my sisters and took care of my grandmother too. So I sat my mother down to give her the news that I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And we came to an agreement that I was going to work as mama's instant yet again, except this time I could pronounce it right. I had a natural knack for it, and my people skills were great. The business was doing well, and we had a good routine. So naturally, she asked me if I wanted to take over the family business. I took my time to respond as I determined the rest of my life, and I dug deep, and I really thought about it and reflected on my answer. The answer was no. I couldn't see myself doing this for the rest of my life. To run a business is so stressful, and having so many lives in our hands with people trusting us with their pets was a lot for me. 
little did I know that a few years down the line, I would be controlling aircraft and impacting more lives than I can count. About a year after my high school graduation, I saw online that everybody finished their first year of university and seemed to be thriving and their lives were in an upward trajectory. I was happy for them, but mine was still the same. I felt unaccomplished and I decided that even though I didn't know what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, what I did learn about myself is that I wanted to be independent. I wanted to become my own person. So I applied to every scholarship program that I could find. Being a Marathi, we are blessed with programs that pay you while they train you and you are guaranteed a job at the end. So I applied to every single one I could find. I got many rejection emails. My spirit was crushed each time. I knew these programs were competitive, but it still stung being rejected over and over again. So this time, my mother sat me down and she told me that I should at least get a degree because education is everything. And so I chose to listen to my mother's advice. She also reminded me that I worked so hard and that I shouldn't beat myself up about the finances being directed towards my further education. And so I signed up to a university close to my mother's veterinary practice so I could still work between classes. I'm going to be completely honest and say I didn't like anything about attending that particular university at that particular point in my life. I signed up to business school. Since I was a natural at helping at my mother's practice, I thought the subject was fitting and I did well in the classes that I took in high school. I was so bored and did what I had to do because I made a promise to my mother. Before the semester was complete, I got an email inviting me to do the selection process examinations for an air traffic control training program in Abu Dhabi. Now I completely forgot I applied for this program. I made sure I didn't tell anybody about this because it was indeed the last chance I had and I didn't want to get my mother's hopes up yet again just to crush them. I also made the executive decision to skip one of my final exams at university. Coincidentally, my exam and the selection process examinations for air traffic control were at the same time. I decided to take a leap of faith and give myself one last shot. 562 days after I graduated high school, not that anybody was counting, was the first day of the rest of my life. I was officially an air traffic control trainee. Chapter 3 There isn't a lot of information about air traffic control out there, so let me tell you my favorite analogy so you understand what it is that I do every shift. I'm going to assume you know who Spider-Man is. And everybody who has seen Spider-Man knows his best friend, Ned. Ned calls himself the quote-unquote guy in the chair. He watches over Spider-Man on a computer screen and speaks to him with a headset, guiding him on where it is safe for him to go. As for air traffic control, we do not speak to Spider-Man. We speak to pilots instead. I work in a radar environment, so we monitor aircraft on a radar screen and provide pilots with instructions in real time to keep them safe and separated from other aircrafts and obstructions. And by obstructions, an example would be our famous landmark, the Burj Khalifa. 
Air traffic control is also known to be one of the most stressful jobs in the world. Let me put it into perspective for you. When a surgeon is working, they impact one life at a time. As air traffic control, we impact hundreds and thousands of lives depending on how many aircraft we are controlling at the time. Just think about how many people an Airbus 380 can carry. That is just one aircraft. So now that you know a little more about air traffic control and the responsibility needed for that role, let me carry on with the podcast of my life. I was 19 years old when I was recruited, and the odds for me getting into the program alone was so low for me as a female in a male-dominated field. After getting into the program, I found out that the fail rate is well over 50%, and that is me sugarcoating it. Take a guess how many other Emirati women successfully made it through the air traffic control training program in this particular facility. One. Just one. I didn't even bother to do the math on that one to calculate my chances of making it even though I love a good statistic. After two and a half years of sheer hard work and dedication to the training program, I ended up becoming the youngest female and the second Emirati female to successfully complete the training in an area control center in the United Arab Emirates. The youngest you can get your air traffic control license is 21 years old, and I got mine just in time. Now that I found out aviation is where my future is, I decided to get my bachelor's degree in air transport management, which has given me the knowledge to run an airline, airport, and air traffic control unit. I am also an on-the-job training instructor, and it is my honor to train the next generation of air traffic control officers to protect the skies of my country. I have also started a career in public speaking and was the first woman to ever host the Global Air Traffic Management Conference for the world-famous Dubai Air Show 2021, along with other global milestone events. Now, I'll be honest with you. I heard many comments, a mixture of positive and negative as I went through my journey to be where I am today. But the life lesson I learned up until this point in my life is you reap what you sow. I decided to nourish and nurture the seeds that would make me the very best version of myself. So once upon a time, I was mama's instant and it was a safe haven for me to go to work with my mother because I got relentlessly bullied at school simply for being me. One day I decided enough is enough and I fought against my bullies and from that pivotal moment in my life I decided I will no longer be silenced and cower away. During my formative years I made the mistake to listen and hear all the negative comments made to me. These planted seeds that blossomed into uncertainty, self-doubt, and body image issues making me very indecisive of my move after high school. I was so lost, but I went back to being mama's assistant, and I realized that taking over the family business wasn't actually my calling, and I decided to let the universe determine my next move by applying to as many scholarship programs as I could find. And when I lost hope after multiple rejection emails and calls, I caved in and followed my mother's advice to join university and simply study to put my mother at ease. 
I got invited to do the air traffic control selection process examinations that ended up being the next pivotal moment in my life where I ended up becoming the youngest female and the second Emirati female to successfully complete an air traffic control training program in an area control center in the United Arab Emirates. Now, almost a decade later, I've also become an on-the-job training instructor, a public speaker, and I successfully completed my bachelor's degree in air transport management. And of course, I have started this podcast so I can share with you the knowledge I have learned over the years, because I wish I had this kind of information when I started out and was lost and unsure what to do with my life. So my parting words to you are this. If I can do it, you can do it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Winging It with Jahena. It means a lot that you listened all the way through and took the precious time out of your day to hear my story. It honestly means the world to me. Going forward, I'll be telling you all about the experiences and what I learned from them and encountered on my journey up until this point in my life. I believe it is important to share the knowledge I have, hoping it helps somebody that is feeling stuck in their life, like I once was or if there is another fellow mixed kid that can relate to my life story and feel like they are not alone. If you did enjoy listening to this first episode, please leave me a review and share this with your friends. If you would like to reach out to me, my LinkedIn is my name, Jahena El-Mahiri, or on Instagram, at voice in a pilot's headset. Thank you again. Sending love, positivity, and abundance your way. Over and out.